when you understand yourself at the first layer, the second layer becomes available to you. And I think that's another reason why self-awareness is so important because it compounds and it gives you the opportunity to get to know yourself at a much, much deeper level, but it does start on that first level. And so that's really the number one bottleneck to why people aren't more self-aware, in my opinion, is they don't believe they can change. They don't know what they don't know. And they avoid feedback because it's uncomfortable as hell. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, NLU Weekly Live Podcast, week number 125, another reason why self-awareness is so important. So just a heads up, if my Wi-Fi does Jeff at any point, Alan, you'll run it and everything's going to be fine. And we've dealt with this before, so it won't be the first time. So I was telling Alan, this is the story I was going to tell to open this. So last week, Alan and I, first of all, happy Monday. Last week, Alan and I connected on Monday and we said, all right, let's record some episodes. Before we did that, Alan usually sets up his camera and he'll set up his audio and he'll get his headphones working just to make sure everything is going well. And he logged on and he said, hey man, I can't hear you. I don't know what's going on. He's like, I think it's on your end. And I was like, no, definitely not. I think it's, it's got to be you. It's got to be something going on on your end. And he said, all right, let me check everything. So he checks. We have a lot of equipment, right? We have a lot of different stuff. So he gets on the floor and he checks his mixer and he checks his headphone amp. And he's like, I don't know what's going on, man. Everything's set the way it should be. Something's going wrong. And I said, okay, it has to be your mixer. And here's a list of reasons why. And he said, okay, let me check. He gets down there and he said, I don't know, man, it, it doesn't seem to be working. And I said, well, it has to be this button and here's a list of reasons why. Alan ended up finding out what it was. It was what I said it was going to be. And I said, you got to turn the knob here and it should work. He turned the knob to where it should have been turned. Everything, quote unquote, fixed itself. When we're talking about awareness, self-awareness, yes, you knowing that maybe I am not confident or maybe I don't have a, an accurate level of self-worth, very important to know that to start. But what does that actually mean in the grand scheme of things? And how do you operate differently based on that? So yes, I knew there was a sound problem. I knew 99.9% .9 of the time it's coming from the mixer. I knew that there was a certain level or a certain switch that must have been turned. And I knew if we turn that switch, things would get better. I try to look at my own self-awareness through that frame and the community self-awareness of understanding yourself is the first level. Then, as you understand yourself, you can understand yourself in certain situations a little bit better. And you can understand your triggers a little bit better. Then you can bring that into your work life. You can bring that into your relationship. You can bring that into fitness. When you understand yourself at the first layer, the second layer becomes available to you. And I think that's another reason why self-awareness is so important because it compounds and it gives you the opportunity to get to know yourself at a much, much deeper level, but it does start on that first level. So Kev, uh, I would yeah. consider you far more self-aware when we than when we first started this journey. Mm -hmm. I'd say so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
what I guess what contributed to that most looking back? I would say questions, asking, asking and answering difficult questions, hands down, instead of, and this is self-awareness in a nutshell, instead of saying, I'm going to go eat blank and that's the end of it. So for me, I wanted Burger King tonight. I'm not going to get it because we are tracking uh, every day. And one of our things is no non-essential spending and Burger King, as much as I'd like to think it's essential, it's not essential to, to me. So Asking yourself, okay, well, why do I want Burger King? Is it because their food is incredible? Definitely not. That is not why. Is it because <laughs> it's it's close and convenient? That's That has something to do with it. What is it at a deep level? I'm stressed out. And when I'm stressed out, I crave a certain food. I crave fast food. I crave salty, sugary, fat food when I'm stressed out. So asking myself the questions of why, that's that's been really helpful for me. I think at the end of the day, when you ask yourself a new question, you require a new answer. And that really is self-awareness in a nutshell. I uh, I told you this story earlier, Kev. So mm. one of my clients reached out and had a lot of successes. She got three new clients and it's awesome. Love to hear about the successes. And I said, okay, you've asked me to help you become uh, a coach like me. And you've asked me to help you be what she refers to as undeniable. She wants to be an undeniable coach. She wants to, she doesn't want anyone to be able to go to a different coach and say that they got more value than working with her. And I think it's an awesome goal, honestly. I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had several of my clients go to other coaches and then come back and say it wasn't close, which I'm really grateful for. It means that I made a difference, right? So she wants to be that way too. And so I said, okay, you've asked me to coach you on how to coach like I do. And I'll tell you what I would do in this scenario. So there's this quote by Tony Robbins that he says this all the time. He says that when you succeed, you celebrate. When you fail, you contemplate. And the idea behind this quote is essentially failure is useful. When you fail, you tend to contemplate more and then learn more. And then that brings later success. We say this all the time on this podcast. This year's success, uh, this year's failures are next year's success. And I told her, I said, you got three clients and that's great. And I do think it's important to celebrate, but I contemplate regardless. Success or failure, I always contemplate. I always want to understand and connect the dots of what made the difference. So I'm grateful you got three clients and I think that's awesome. But I want you to go into your own consciousness and try to understand what made the difference. Why did these clients come to you? What was it that you did differently that made this work where it's working better now than in the past? And when you go down that rabbit hole, for lack of better phrasing, you're going to have this correlation of cause and effect, and you're going to start to understand and have a deeper understanding of what it is that made the difference. And the same is true for self-awareness. So in order to become more self-aware, and I agree with you, Kev, it's, it's asking and sitting in the discomfort of answering the difficult questions. Why am I overeating? Why am I skipping workouts? Why am I sometimes unkind when I'm tired? Why am I um, late often? Why am I sleeping through my alarm? It's not fun to ask those questions because first you have to acknowledge like I'm not perfect, but, and and you have to presuppose that you actually believe you can change these things. Otherwise you're going to avoid the mirror forever. So this is all predicated on a growth mindset, but Kev, I wanted to tell a story quick too. Please. So this is an age old story 
a lot of people in the personal development industry tell this story often. And I know why, because it's super powerful. So there's this consultant, right? There's this huge factory and they have you, you know what story I'm going to tell? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this huge factory and they make a product that sells, let's say, I don't know, a million dollars worth of product per day. I saw a meme recently, Kev. It said something like 1984 or 94, I forget which, I think 94, hoping Michael Jordan's shoes sell $3 million this year. And then the next part of the meme says, sells $3 million in shoes every, every uh, three hours <laughs> or something like that. So anyways, picture a Nike factory, okay? Um, or whatever factory in this analogy. They're losing hundreds of thousands of dollars per hour that this factory's down. And the factory's down and they don't know why. So they hire this consultant. This is a hypothetical. I don't think it's a true story. <clears throat> they call this consultant in. And the consultant looks around, looks at the factory, you know, observes everything, kind of being a scientist, and then goes over to this kiosk and then like takes a screwdriver, screws the a screw in, and then the whole factory comes back alive, right? And it starts working again. And then the consultant bills the company, I don't know, $100,000. And... <laughs> They're like, what? It took you like 20 minutes. Like, we're not, all you did was screw one screw. Like, I'm not going to pay you $100,000. Can you please itemize this for me? Can you itemize the invoice and help me understand why you're worth that much? And the consultant sends an invoice back, itemized, and it's uh, $1 for turning the screw and $99,999 for knowing which screw to turn. And that, I think, is a good story to articulate what I believe to be the most important fundamental of all success, not just self-awareness, which is deeper understanding. If you have a deeper understanding of how and why cars work, you're not going to be concerned when your car breaks down. I want everyone out there to really think about what if you knew yourself and life at that same level? What if you understood success at such a deep level that you could create it? What if you understood yourself at such a deep level that you could change any behavior you want? One of my clients is doing NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, and he has a coach that's helping him with this. And what that is, is essentially reprogramming his beliefs. Okay, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, versus I am good enough, I am good enough, I am good enough. I am going to work hard each day to be better. So all of us can turn that screw on ourselves in order to get new outcomes, in order to get the factory working again. And I think that that's really my main intention with this episode, which is if you understand how powerful deeper understanding is and then how to constantly get a deeper and deeper and deeper understanding. And if everyone can think about when they were a kid, like what's the difference between you at 15 and you now? I told this to a a team member earlier. I said, what's the difference between you at 15 and you now? Now you understand yourself and the world at a deeper level. So now you can make better choices. So that's the purpose of this episode is let's understand ourselves at a deeper level and let's ask the questions to do that. My Wi-Fi might be Jeffin'. It is a little bit. Yeah, no, now it's it's about to get worse. So just let me know, you know. Okay, throw throw a question out and I'll I'll answer it. Um, What is the biggest bottleneck stopping people from becoming more self-aware? What is up, you guys? My name is Gabby, and I just want to give a huge shout out to Kevin and Alan for the community that they have created and the mission that they are on over at Next Level University. Never in a million years did I think when I started listening to the Hyperconscious podcast two years ago that I would be as invested as I am today. 
But here we are two years later. I have done group coaching. I truly look forward to every single episode they drop, all of the things that they're teaching. And I am now doing one-on-one coaching with Alan to help level up in my business. And all I got to say about these guys across the board is they are true, genuine souls. They mean it when they say they are heart-driven and they mean it when they say they are no BS. And I think that's probably my favorite part about them. They get rid of the fluff. They give you tactical tips and tricks to help you level up in your life, to help you make strides towards your goals. And they've created a community of like-minded people to lean on each other at every single stage of life. So guys, thank you from the bottom of my heart for the impact that you have made in my life. And I am so very excited to see the impact and the waves that you make from here on out. Uh, the belief that they are the way they are and can't change it. So a lot of us are so, and Kevin and I were talking about this earlier and Kev, I'll keep going until your internet works. (laughs) I wonder if I'll be able to talk enough. What are your thoughts? Okay. So, uh, Kevin and I were talking about this earlier about how our childhoods, uh, there's certain things that were normal for us that are not normal to other people. And I think that's the main reason why people have a bottleneck to self-awareness is that they don't know what they don't know. And they don't necessarily uh, have any reference. It's all relative. So I'll give you a perfect example. If Kevin and I are in the gym together, Kevin is really strong. If Kevin and the strongest people in the world are together, Kevin is really weak. And and genuinely, like very, very weak. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But, but seriously... Uh, what's the number one squat in the world? Do you know? Uh, probably. Can you hear me? Yeah. Probably like eight, 800 to 1,000 pounds probably. Okay. And then what do you squat? 425 was the most. Was the most. Right. So more than twice his best, <laughs> essentially. And so that's the biggest bottleneck to self-awareness is that we're all living in our own echo chamber. Uh, I'll, I'll tell this story briefly. So, uh, Kevin and I grew up in the same town and, um, I think I was academically very smart. And then I went to WPI, which is one of the top tech schools in the world. And I realized very, very quickly that I was not that smart. Um, because it's all relative to your environment, right? So, so, you know, a brand new chess player, you play chess against them. You're great at chess, you know, a grandmaster chess player, you play against them, you're terrible. So everything's relative. And a lot of times we avoid feedback because we don't know what we don't know. And it's very uncomfortable to be in a position where you're looking in the mirror of your own inadequacies, for lack of better phrasing. And the deepest reason why I think people avoid feedback, uh, Kevin and I were watching a Brendan Burchard video once. And someone asked why, why people don't grow more. You know, you started from literally broke, poor. Where did he grow up? Minnesota, I think, or or somewhere cold. I know that because he showed the photo. And now he's on the cover of Success Magazine, I think multiple times. Very, very successful man. And they asked, like, like, how do, why don't other people grow as much as you have? And he said, they avoid feedback. And he says, I do the opposite. I'm constantly looking for feedback. And he says, the reason why Netflix is, one of the reasons Netflix is so pop, powerful and popular is because people get to enjoy other people's experiences without any feedback on themselves. So everyone think about uh, the last show or the last movie they watched. So Emilia and I watched Hunger Games and then we also watched Warrior. There's a movie called Warrior. It's about MMA. 
And we got to experience all of the highs and lows and emotions and critical thinking of that those characters, but we didn't have to actually fight in the ring. So we didn't have to get, you know, need in the ribs. She did Muay Thai, so she was saying, like, Alan, you do not understand how how like bad that is when the character is getting kneed in the rib cage, essentially. Because she asked me, she's like, you ever been kneed in the rib cage? And I was like, no, not really. So she's like, it's terrible. But anyway, so so that's the point. There's no feedback on us. We're not like, am I a good fighter? Am I not? It doesn't matter. We just get to enjoy the ride with no risk. And so that's really the number one bottleneck to why people aren't more self-aware, in my opinion, is they don't believe they can change. They don't know what they don't know. And they avoid feedback because it's uncomfortable as hell. I'm going to try something real quick. I'm going to I'm gonna see if it, that does anything. I don't know what's going on with my Wi-Fi, why it's different. Your video is not great, but your audio is totally fine. Okay. The, what I was going to, and let me know, just put, I don't know, just wave me down if things go off the rails. What I was going to say, Alan, is we have realized that from our experience within ourselves and everybody we've worked with, everybody is off when it comes to self-awareness in terms of you're usually way more, so your self-worth is usually lower than it should be or higher than it should be. And for you and I, it's always been lower than it should be based on, it's hard to, it's hard to like create a definition for it, but based on what your value is that you bring, if you're somebody who can, let's just say if Alan can jump on the phone with me and help me in my relationship, help me with my business, help me with my fitness, and he's charging $10 for a call, he's probably undervaluing himself. But there's other people who say, well, I'm going to charge $5,000 for a call. And it's like, you can't get me $5,000 worth of results. Now, obviously me putting a number to that is a little bit different. But one of the things and the motivation for this episode for me was you understanding that the way I look at myself is not accurate. So say that's where you start. Okay, when I look at myself and I think of my own capabilities, I'm not accurate. Am I over? And there goes my Jeffin Wi-Fi again. Am I over? on audio. Your audio hasn't cut out at all. Not All right, perfect. Then don't mind me. Am I over in terms of my self-worth or am I under? That is a perfect place to start. And then from there, you can look into your past and say, well, this is why that happened. This is the results it's brought me. This is what I do to shift it. But I think the initial understanding that most people are not accurate in their self-belief and their self-worth is a breakthrough that Alan and I have had. And I think if it applies to us, we want to share it with as many people as possible because it most likely applies to you in some way, shape, or form at least. Well, I've found that there's actually an inverse correlation between self-belief and self-worth. And there's a lot to unpack here. So I know we got to go soon. So I'll I'll be as quick as I can about this. We actually have an event coming up about this, self-belief and self-worth and how to build it. But what I've found is that people who have really, really high self-belief, we just got a new team member who has a level eight self-belief, and I believe that's accurate. It's very high. And I said, you got to be really careful because when you have really high self-belief, you're going to have really high goals and you're always going to be behind the eight ball, for lack of better phrasing, towards those goals. So you're going to undervalue yourself. And this is a very common thing. When you're shooting to be, I don't know, an Olympic gold medalist, 99% of that journey up to the gold medal you are behind toward that goal. Uh, Kevin and I, for example, we have a goal for a certain number of listens in the next decade, and we're behind. Even though we're doing better than we've ever done, we have a growth rate. It's a daily uh, percentage calculation where we're either red or green. 
And we had our highest month we've ever had, 22,000 listens in a single month, and we're still behind our goal. And I told Kev, I said, you want to know an easy way to change this? Let's lower the goal. I like that. Let's cut the goal in half, and now we'll be in the green every single day. Because Kev was essentially like, I don't understand. We had 1,000 listens in a single day. Like, why are we still in the red? And I said, welcome to my brain. (laughs) Uh, Because there's always a possibility to go even higher, right? So if you have high self-belief, you'll have ridiculously high goals. If you have ridiculously high goals, you're always going to be comparing to what you're capable of, not necessarily where you are now. Now imagine the opposite. Now imagine you graduated high school 15 years ago and you studied, you know, I don't know, physics every day for 15 years. And then you go to the high school and you realize you're actually more intelligent in physics than the physics teacher. You're going to have inflated self-worth. You're going to think, oh, I'm so good at physics. When in reality, if you were with other physicists, you're actually pretty average. You know, and, and the analogy here is if Michael Jordan were to play basketball with me, he'd think he's amazing. But if he plays against Kevin Durant, he's going to realize that, you know, Kevin Durant's in his prime and he's not. And Kevin Durant, if you don't know, is one of the best basketball players to ever live. So it's all relative. So if you have really high self-belief, you're most likely deflating your self-worth because you're not comparing to your surroundings that much. You're only ever comparing to what you're capable of and you're always behind. If you have low self-belief, you're going to have low goals. You're most likely going to somewhat have inflated self-worth Not always, but sometimes because you're only going to compare to your surroundings and your surroundings might not have very high goals. And so that's what I've found. Some people have low self-belief and low self-worth and that's challenging. That's referred to as the victim, the archetype of the victim. And I've been there. Kevin has as well. Um, Then there's the high, low self-belief and then fake self-worth. That's the villain in this archetype, aka ego, by the way. Then you've got the hero, which is high self-belief, but low self-worth. People who want to go change the world, save the world, that kind of thing. I've been very guilty of that as well. And then you've got the last archetype, which is the guide. And the guide is kind of like, I don't know, Dumbledore and Harry Potter, who used to be the hero and now understands his value in comparison and and has put in the years of self-belief to actually have the worth and have the merit and have the experiences. Dumbledore or Gandalf or there's many guides and archetypes for guides. But essentially, that's what that event is on is learning how to build self-belief and self-worth because usually it's an inverse correlation. You either have none, you have one or the other typically, and very rarely do you do you have both. I didn't start having both, I think, until my 30s. Um, and I didn't understand pretty much any of this in my early 20s, so... Same, same. One thing I know about myself is when my Wi-Fi is jeffing, I get very frustrated and it's very difficult to add value when you're wondering whether or not your uh, internet's going to say, hey, you're done now and we're going to silence you. So we're going to do the Q&A. Strong work. Thank you for holding space, Alan. My apologies to anybody watching this live and or listening to the repurpose. Obviously, the repurpose will be pretty darn good because we record our audio natively, but the video portion that is live might be out here jeffing. Next level nation. As you can see below Brandon, if you're watching us, if not, I will tell you what it is. So you'll know we are giving away a hundred dollars. So this is what we're going to do every single month. We are going to take all of the reviews that we get and we're going to choose one lucky winner and we will send them a $100 Amazon gift card. We did it for a few months and then we got super busy, super overwhelmed and we stopped doing it, but we are back to it. 
we don't, we're not even asking you for any money. We're going to give you money. So if you leave us a review, we'll enter you into this drawing. And at the end of the month, we'll pick a winner, send it to your email and that's it. Boom. Just speak from the heart. Uh, please. And thank you. Also, for those of you who don't know, speaking of free, no, no, no. Uh, on the website, we have a free course. It's called the next level five to thrive. If you are new to dream chasing, if you're a new listener and you're new to this whole idea, we have a five module course. There's worksheets. Remember listening to a podcast passively is definitely going to help you 100%, 1% improvement per day, NLU in your pocket, holistic self-improvement every day from anywhere on the planet, completely free. Yes. There's something different about a course. There's something different about sitting down with a worksheet and doing your core values, doing clarity work. And so the five C's are clarity, commitment, confidence, community, and consistency. I think consistency is the most important because when you're consistent, you get all the other ones. Although one could argue without clarity, can you be consistent? But anyways, the course is on the website. It's called The Next Level 5 to Thrive. If you're looking to really jumpstart your future success now, that's the course. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at Alazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.